Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Make a fat, 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 make a fat
Cyber Monday. Oh, the robots have taken over. It's what I, whenever Cyber Monday pops up, it's what I think of. Like a giant robot just telling me to buy shit. <laughs> you need this. And you're just like, fuck you. I do need it. I what I it. think of is that it's just going to be cyber. It's going to be like Black Cyber Monday. Because why go to the store? You know, Do you know what I, mean? I still like to get it in my hands. I like to feel it. I like to feel the I know girth, you do, but you the better. The weight of it. Wait, here's what I, I don't like for, about Cyber Monday. It's like toys. Toys for kids. Yeah. I, like, I want to, I, I like to see the toys. That was part of the thing of, of being a kid where it was just like, oh, man, I want this or I want that. And I want to go and see it and touch it. Instead, you're just looking at a picture. It's just like a. I know, and it never comes. You might as well be, look at this photograph. I mean, you might as well nickel back it right. these days. Right. Cyber Monday. They always make a huge deal of this on Amazon. I'm going to be realsies with you. I don't think I've bought something on Cyber Monday. Maybe ever. Really? Yeah, it's always shitty things, man, that are for sale. And it's always like Amazon shit that's for sale. The oh. Echo. Yeah, 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 the yeah. The Fire yeah. Stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because what I want to do is plug in a Fire Stick into my computer and then hum that up, connect it to the TV and try to get some fucking weird-ass signal. Come on, bro. You don't have an Apple TV or a Roku at this point. You can take your fire stick and stuff straight up your fucking ass. Am I right? Merry Christmas. Am I right? Merry Christmas. Get a nice Yule Log fire stick right up your old asshole. Steals and deals. Steals and deals with Ross and Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. What a crack of shit. The only thing that's good on Cyber Monday, but by the time this episode airs, it's not going to matter anyway. It's going to be over. It's going to air tomorrow. We're recording a day in advance. They do have uh, my books uh, half off on sale for Cyber Monday. So Really? Yeah. Night She Cries, While He Rides a Steed, and When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. Or both are. And I'm like, man, this is great. You've never offered a sale, Amazon. Right. Fuck faces. Now you are. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks, Chief. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I I do want to (laughs) say... I do want to spotlight one thing that's on Cyber Monday. Okay. That's been amazing all day long. Um, Amazon is uh, selling hardcore porn DVDs in the dad gifts category, which is nice. What? Yeah, a bunch of shoppers online found a DVD called Dad is Fucking My Girlfriend when looking for presents. So that's, that's a really nice thing that they got going on. Get it. Yeah. Daddy. <laughs> There's a BBC edition of, of something called My Dad's Army, which is like World War II, oh. BBC documentary DVD, and then, whoops, my dad is fucking my girlfriend. Whoopsie day. It's, it's going for 1695, which is nice. It's kind of expensive for a DVD. That's what I, that's what I think, because My Dad's Army, the complete first series, plus the lost episodes of series two mm-hmm. from 1968, um, that one's going for five ninety five. But Dad is fucking my girlfriend is is going for which you can get for free on multiple sites. I would imagine, right? I would imagine. Huh? <laughs> no, you don't have to imagine. You you can. Amazon. You can. You old SOBs. Yeah, somebody, you Cyber Monday SOBs, yeah, brother. Somebody's having a laugh my in the Amazon dad offices. Is fucking my girlfriend. Um, we got a big show today, Jabes. One of your, I don't want to say predictions, but uh, 
Oh, you don't want to say prediction. Something you've been big on that I was just like, man, is this real? Uh, the CRISPR babies. Oh, yeah. Um, I, wanna, I really want to get into that because it, it, it is real and mm-hmm. they're doing it in China now. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. It's yeah. scary. Yep. It's really scary. And, yep. and we'll get to that in a second because I was kind of like, eh, is this, gonna, is this really going to be a thing? Now that it, it is, this opens up a, a world of... The thing is, if you have money... Anything that's a thing can be a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, if there are scientists working on it, you better watch out because somebody with a bunch of fucking money is going to exploit it. I get it. But yeah, look, this is going to create a ton of issues and problems in the world. Um, not, only think? Mor- not only morally, but just... It, you it, think? It, it could horrible. literally change col- cultures. Cultures. Entire cultures of people. Everything. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that because that, that's a big one, man. And whew, that is a rabbit hole's worth of shit right there, these CRISPR babies. Uh, but first, we got some sponsors. This is going to be Gattaca type shit, dude. I know. But go ahead. I know. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is, is running a big deal. That, look, them you can still go on and get it. I think their, their Black Friday sale is, is uh, extending another couple days, which is great. Um, they had a Black Friday sale that was actually really good. They had like 40% off. She's like, holy fucking shit. Even I bought a few more t-shirts. I was like, yeah, using those promo codes. Beep. If you don't have their apparel, um, go get it now. What's wrong with you? Uh, seriously. And, and look, they were selling thermoses and mugs and all that shit for, for 40% off on Black Friday. And I was like, load up, load up the truck. I like when it's companies that I actually like where I'm just like, all right, sweet. Yeah. Like them, Bison Unions, you know. Love that shit. Totally. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month program. We, man, did we really gas through it on Thanksgiving week, didn't we? Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't think we've ever drank in our entire order in... In like a couple days, but it's like days? you have people over. I, I totally forgot. Yeah, you have family in from out of town, all that other stuff, and you're like, oh, that's right. The number of coffee you, cups you drink is We should doubled, have bumped tripled. that up, dude. I, know, I didn't know. I made the mistake. Anyways, uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up, man. It is well worth it. You don't have to go to the store anymore. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. Use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Sleep so good, it's scary. Again, I look, I host drinking bros. I host this old gal. This old, this old no. cow we ride no. over here. Yep. Oh no! I told him not to change it. Uh, just go there. The deals are already set up for Drinking Bros listeners and and Ross Patterson Revolution listeners. Ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. You want to talk about the fucking Black Friday sale of the century? Eight hundred dollars off a bundle package. Um, that means you get the adjustable base, the pillows, the bed, everything. Um, fuck, man, that's a monster deal, and they have zero. Zero percent interest for three years with the pay-as-you-go plan, which is pure insanity. Um, I, I almost wish I would have known about it. <laughs> I know. So, man, why not just take a little something <laughs> off the top? Um, ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros. Best mattress you will have on the planet. Best pillows you will have on the mattress. We talked to your dad about it. Yeah. That was, that was a I crazy story. I said it on the last show, but it's real, right? Yeah. Like he out of nowhere told you. Yeah. But um, we were just chilling out at dinner, and he was just like, "Hey, man, by the way, thanks for the the, the ghost bed. Like, you saved my changed, life. It saved my life. Like, it sounds cheesy. Yeah, 
but it's actually saving lives. If you're not basically thing, sleep. Yeah. If you're not sleeping well, I mean, it can really fuck with you. Um, and like a- I said, anybody it, who's got a newborn can attest to this, but like, let's say you don't, uh, I mean, it, it can really, really mess with your, uh, your whole system, man. And you don't even know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just go like, God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and hop on the mattress. Can we say that? <laughs> Can we say hop on the mattress? Yeah. Um, why not? Uh, next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. They're here for all of 2019. Four amazing flavors that will rip your balls off. All your balls off. They got four amazing flavors. This is the premier energy drink in the biz. This is the crisper of energy drinks. This is really changing the game. They got lemon, orange, original, make America great again. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottles. Kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. It was nice not having all those Red Bulls and Monsters and all that bullshit in the fridge, wasn't it? Oh, my God. A lot of space for the food over the holidays. You don't need it anymore. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time. Their subscription of the month club is the jam as well. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. Nobody does that. Uh, Next up, StraightRazors.com, James. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Are you right, kid? Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. You rock it? You got a little uh, coal miner's cough on that one. (laughs) You rock it, spicy boy? Yeah. Uh, Again, everybody's been buying that ringtone. They. I'm sorry. Buying the ringtone on iTunes, the you rock it ringtone, you're welcome, world. (laughs) I say I'm sorry. You say you're welcome. Yep. You that's say the difference between you and me. Say you're welcome to your, your family, too, by getting them a, a, a kit from straightrazors.com. I just re- re-upped them a smolder aftershave over there. Uh, their straight razors are second to none, and their safety razors are just as delightful, in case you've never used them before. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> well, with a quick update, we've got a boy. In central Illinois, who's never shaved before. He met his father for the first time on the back of a sailboat. <laughs> they shaved together through choppy and warm waters. Um, go to straight razors. I don't know what that, that means. <laughs> Nobody go to straight Get yourself a nice kit for the holidays. Get it for a bro. Uh, get it for a, a, a dad or maybe a, a trans lover. You know, that's new. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to segue into that in a second. A little peeksy. I'm going to segue into that in a second. Go to uh, a little foreskin foreshadowing. (laughs) Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's a big savings there. And again, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. And the night she cries while he rides his steed is on sale on Amazon. Cyber Monday. Half off. Great stocking stuffers. (laughs) Funniest books of all time. They're available on Audible. I, look, uh, When Darkness Falls, It Doesn't Catch It is the highest rated book on all of audible.com. You are welcome for my brilliance. And my joy and my everything. Dwight Howard, NBA star. I was going to say superstar, but then I stopped myself. You just said star. Yeah, I, was, I stopped myself because I don't, I, don't, I don't. 
I don't think he's worthy of, of the term superstar. He definitely was not beloved, right? No, Nobody still isn't. really liked him. Still isn't. Weird he's a, guy. He's a cutie patootie, but good looking dude. Yeah. Um weird guy though. Uh, I, I could never figure out his deal and, and what, what his whole shit was. Because, again, good-looking dude, extremely likable and marketable. Uh, his teammates hated him. Yeah. His teammates have always hated him. And uh, we might have the, the answer why after, uh, after this weird weekend, weird turn of events. The answer why what? Why his teammates didn't like him. Um, he got outed by a, a uh, transgender Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, I guess it's a woman with a dick. Like, I, I don't, I don't know the rules. Like, you know, I read these fucking articles and the way they describe it now is like, oh, it's a cis who identifies as this or has this or what. I don't fucking know what that means. What I do know is this. It's a dude. Right. Okay. It's got a dick. Um, and Post I'm saying, stop? I don't know. That's why I'm saying okay. it's no idea. I'm not going to get like, go down that fucking rabbit hole to figure all that out what i do know is this the story seems pretty credible um he threatened to to kill this guy girl whatever you want to call it if if it if it came out and uh i you know i i guess he was allegedly embarrassed of having a sexual relationship with a essentially a, a girlfriend with a transgender dude okay i've been trying to figure out this dwight Howard story his his entire NBA career because again good looking dude extremely likable comes out of the gates really strong it was an all star virtually every year won the slam dunk contest I never saw him out with a girl right uh, that guy could have of his pick of mm-hmm. anyone on the planet mm-hmm. with how likable he is off the court I couldn't figure out why his teammates didn't like him right so. You know, they said he was aloof, kept to himself and did some other shit and whatever. And like, you know, maybe this is what he was doing in his spare time. Maybe this prohibited him from connecting with people. Yeah. And it's it's really, really fucking strange. The only part that's really shitty about it to me is threatening to kill this person if it comes out. Same. So if he had a relationship with a trans, like. Who cares? I, I don't care. I don't care. Me neither. And, and, and but and, so the only part of this, this that makes me like, oh, okay, what kind of person was he really? Is the part where he's threatening to kill people correct. if it comes out. So is this what prevented him this this relationship or the relationships that he's had over the years from being the NBA superstar that he was supposed to have been? Dealing Possibly. with those type of feelings and all that other shit. Because we saw this with Aaron Hernandez. And we did I was an, just going to say that. We did an episode called Aaron Hernandez was gay. And I, at the time when this episode aired, we got a lot of backlash from it. And they were like, you're speculating and this isn't true or whatever. Turned out it was true. Right. And then everybody afterwards was like, holy fuck, how did you know? Um, we talked to somebody in the prison and some other people. And mm-hmm. we, we, had, we had information on it. But the Dwight Howard thing, this is... the. This is one of the first I've heard about it, but, you know, it, it, looking back at his career and why he keeps moving around from team to team and all this other weird shit, right. something else is clearly going on. Either that or this is one of the biggest cases of, of just wasted potential that I've seen. So to, when this story broke, I was like, huh, all right. Because the deal kind of makes sense. The deal with Aaron Hernandez, why 
his teammate teammates didn't like him is because he was trying to be he would try to be so overly masculine yeah to make up for being bisexual or gay or whatever he right. was ended up being um and that you know it pushed a lot of his teammates away so it could possibly be the same, the same thing deal yeah. Yeah. where he's trying to be so overly masculine that guys are like dude bro just fucking chill out like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like if there's nothing going on, you're just normal, dude. Yeah. Like you, nobody needs to be that like, unless you're 15, you know what I mean? 15, sure. 18, you're really trying to like throw your masculine, be overly uber masculine, right? Well, you know, the other thing about it is in the NFL and the NBA, there hasn't been an openly gay athlete while playing. Who actually made it. Um, who actually made it. Who actually who, made the team. Because that other guy for Sam. the Rams. Yeah, Sam. I forget what his fucking name is already. But he got drafted but didn't make the team. Didn't make the cuts. Uh, and they made it. it you've was never like, spent. Nobody's ever spent an entire year in a locker room. NBA or yeah. or NFL as an openly gay man or somebody who's dating a transgender or you know, right. you know bisexual. Nobody's done it yet. So. With Dwight Howard in this case, I don't know what that would be like on the court playing against, you know, in an uber male sport like that of like, hey, what that would do to his psyche or his playing abilities or whatever. Well, we saw what happened with that other guy is that they made it such a big deal. Deal, yeah. It was all they fucking talked about. So still in NBA, NFL, all, you know, whatever. You you cannot be openly gay without it being a huge story. Sure. Everywhere else in the world, it's like, oh, he's probably gay. Who cares? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one makes a huge deal of it. You can still like live your life. So, unfortunately, it is still really hard. To, yeah. To I couldn't imagine playing night sucks. in and night out. And now, look, all the NBA knows this story, and whether it's true or not. And again, I I tend to side on this one that I think it probably is. Um, Whether it's true or not, he's got to go out there and play every night and hear this every single night. Because I can tell you, these NBA players on the court are ruthless motherfuckers. And the amount of shit they they talk, they'll use this. I'm telling you, I can promise you, they'll use this at every single turn. Right. I would like, I would hope... I, I nope. have I have hope for the future that someone nope. can be fucking gay or into whatever. Look at rap music. and just have other fucking adult males be cool with it. I understand, but look I, at I, look at rap music. Like what? Fu- I mean, fuck, dude. They're still tossing around Tyler the Creator and all those guys are like you're a fucking homo, all that other shit. Like that goes on in rap every single day. Still. So again, in a hyper masculine environment, like. Like sports, yeah, rap. Like it, it's yeah. hard to come out and say, "That's true." I, I like this, or or you you you're gonna get killed for it. Um, so I, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how the rest of the se- season plays out and sees see what happened to Dwight Howard because I think I think this he she whatever pressed charges. So I, I would imagine there's text messages or something or photos or. I, I think there's more to this story that's going to come out and it's going to get fucking weird, especially with somebody this high profile. Usually it's somebody like, oh, you know, I, I saw a, a, one of the Dallas Cowboys. They were like, oh, one of the Dallas Cowboys just came out and had a gay marriage. And then I popped open the photo 
the two's like 65 you know he played in like the <laughs> like the 70s where yeah, you're just yeah, like yeah cool man he's not on the team right now but just percentage wise of like how many people between the bench and fucking everything that are playing in in all of these sports yeah percentage wise there has to be a, at least a good amount that are either gay I into trans like yeah. not not you would think it's just percentage of the world and percentage yeah. of do you know what I mean people playing there has to be a couple sure. that are closeted yeah and it's like kind of crazy there hasn't been as a, a massive player like this though so I don't know we'll see we'll see it'll be interesting uh, what's not interesting to me is your fucking CRISPR story boy it's not interesting. It should be really interesting. It's not because it, it, it makes me fearful like of the future and what's, what's going to happen and what's probably going to happen. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting in the fact that it's, it's possible and it's happening now and it's confirmed, but I didn't want this to happen in the world. Like this is, and if you don't know what this is, this is this, these CRISPR babies you want to explain to the audience what they are. I mean, so you can CRISPR is basically, you know, they've been working, scientists have been working on a way to kind of prevent genetic diseases and things like that in embryos. Yeah. So before they're even born. Right. But with that technology, it is possible to change everything. So it, actually, if you wanted to, you could choose eye color height you could Baldness. literally make yeah you take away these recessive genes yeah. and you basically create the perfect baby which if you don't think fucking beyonce and beyonce's husband haven't done it already do you know what i mean like things like um it's regulated here but you're saying they're doing it in china so like, well I, look these are the they're lulu and nana this is what they're they have they have names now. They, this was suspected, and now they have proof of this. They're the first genetically modified babies um, that are born in China, and uh, they're safe and healthy. But again, uh, did it what say here's, what they here, did? Here's what they're saying. Okay. They were testing out a way. The scientist was he claims uh, to disable the gene that forms a doorway for HIV and other diseases, mm -hmm. polio, th things of that nature. Right. But what it doesn't tell you is what you're able to do with the child, with, with these children. I mean, you could create, you could modify any baby and make it genetically perfect, so to speak, or, or as close as you possibly could. You could choose girl. Do you want a girl? Yes. These, so these blonde. are two girls that they did this with. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this... If this is successful, and they said, look, they probably won't be until about at least 10 years until they figure out the technology behind this and how great it really mm -hmm. was until these kids are about 10 years old. But, you know, if, if it is correct and it is what we think it is, what's to stop everyone across the board from making their children perfect essentially and the 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 difference in the world and with people in the world is that you know you can take two humans you could have sex and you have no idea what these kids babies most of them are, are going to look like i mean you can look at ugly parents and take a shot at it and be like 
Ooh. Sure. <laughs> or you can look back at like, you know, your family. So like family history. What do you have in your family that's like going to possibly be passed down? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did your dad have a heart attack or whatever, you know, like, and those kind of things you can kind of, you know, you have a little bit of an idea, but, um, I don't know. Cause here's the thing is like, you can live then longer. Mm-hmm. If you can get rid of all of those, let's say your, your family has heart conditions or Parkinson's yeah. or whatever, and you can get and rid of all of that and you can live yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. You can also look, I, we jokingly before we had children, we said, well, we hope they have blonde hair and blue eyes. Like, you know, right. They did. Sure. We can't control that. Right. Um, if you could, w- wouldn't you just change the, the essentially the, the race or skin tone or eye color of every child you, you could. Um, cause I like, would I, I know for, no, for I, example, like, I personally would just want to take away the thing that it was intended for, which is if there's some kind of genetic disease or something that's going to, you know, happen to them like early in life, something like, you know, leukemia or like something shitty where they're in fucking St. Jude's or something like, yes, right. I would use it for that. I personally wouldn't try and change anything as far as like hair color, eye color. I mean, I'm like, yeah. Make them a little taller, but as I'm saying, there's always something about it. There, there, like there's always something with your kids or anybody else's kid, whatever. Where you're like, ah, yeah, if I could pay for that, why not? Why wouldn't I fucking pay for it? I mean, look, I, I've I have black friends who say that their their kids are are too black, too dark. I have white friends that say that their their kids are like one of my best friends. His kids fucking pale as shit, red hair. Like, it's a fucking nightmare. He's got to lather that kid with suntan lotion the rest of his life. Sure. If you could change that, so he could be fucking tan or just, like we always say, Dominican. Just a nice Dominican mm-hmm. skin just an tone. olive. An olive <laughs> exactly. tone. Exactly, yeah. A Spanish. Sure. Spanish tone. Um, I like an Italian. Italian. Like an Italian exactly. exactly. undertone. Sure. You never had to tan or do anything right, else. It's right. like, you know, shit. Um, would I personally do any of that to be reals though? No, ah, you, I wouldn't look, do if you're the, asking uh, the, me and we're sitting in a doctor's office before all of this happens, before we even know who our children are. Cause we do now. And that's the, and so I can, I can say I wouldn't change anything because your, your kids are born, but yeah. if they weren't and you were sitting in that office and you could pick skin teller, like no baldness, no, all of that eye color, everything. You're goddamn right. I'd go through the chart and say, great, we're going to do this and this mm. and this and this and this. And right. that's, that's the way to have a perfect shot. It's kind of like, it's, it's like shopping for a dog. You don't go out and pick the ugliest dog there is. You try to get the cutest dog or puppy you possibly can. And that's it. Like, you know, look, LA is a different story because they're, you know, it's rescue dogs. And it's like, oh man, you're actually trying to get the ugliest one there. Yeah. So you can win of like, so you're oh, going to win of like you rescued the, rescue the ugliest dog. One eye. Yeah. 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 One leg. But if it's, let's on face wheels. it, there's one thing that LA people would never do. It's, it's with their kids. Like they would pick the perfect human if they could. Yeah. It's and, a and scary it's, road. And so it, it is, is, it is actually Gattaca member. So like the ones that were like, higher up in the status yeah. were genetically modified. And then if you didn't have the money to do that, you were Ethan Hawk, right? Yeah. So he was just like born just normal. Nobody picked like what he was gonna be. It's literally that exact movie. 
Yeah. And so he had to like break his legs and fucking stretch him out <laughs> after. Remember? Yeah. This is what's happening. And again, He's I, in that little thing scrubbing off his cells. Remember? Yeah. Because if one falls, they would find him out. Oh, and again, I can't just, I keep thinking of my buddy with his, his white red haired kid where it's just like, man. That's a long life like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if mm-hmm. he could go back and do it, I guarantee it'd be like, fuck yes. Just give me a tan kid who I never have to lather up with, you know? Right. <laughs> it's a dangerous road. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because this, this, if this is what it is and this is what's going to happen in the future, man, you can almost go ahead and check me out of it. Like I'm good. You know what, what I'm saying? I looked at. So this, uh, over this past weekend, one of the owners for the Houston Texans died and he was like 80, 81 years old. And I was like, somebody was like, oh man, you know, I feel sad or whatever. And I was like, ah, he's 80. Like he lived an unbelievably amazing life. That's just, that's good. You made it totally far. So uh, to me looking at this, if you're starting to add years to, you know, if you're a crisper baby and starting to add years and all that other shit, I'm looking at 80 now as like, yeah. I'm good. I'm good with 80. Like I'm good to call check out at this point. I don't want to, I don't want to know about any of this shit that's going to go on with the robots and the fucking no AI CRISPR babies, Mm-mm. all of that stuff in the future. Like, cause let's face it. The future, it re- really is now where you're just like, fuck man. I mean, we're already talking to these stupid, like Amazon echoes. Yep. Do this for me. Do this for me. Do this for me. And people look, I would say, Soft estimate, 30% of people's houses I go into have that shit. And they're already telling it to do things for them. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's now. That's today. Uh, imagine 10 years. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Because you have other things technology-wise that I think are great, like the Tesla. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, CRISPR babies, not so amazing. AI, this, this robot shit, not amazing to me. Mm-mm. Don't care about that. And it, it, I, I don't just, know. What do we need them for? Who? Like a full on robot that like, because it makes have life emotions and like makes life easier. And you know, how, uh, to, the workers like they're, they're already putting these, some of these robots, these, you know, robot arms and all that shit on farms. So it gets rid of people and, That's and all that cool. other why shit. Why do I, why do I need them to have like I emotions and like emotional responses and like work on but you thinking for themselves? That's the thing is you can't stop somebody from de- developing this. So like this thing in China, nobody really knew. And this was a secret until what today. And then everybody's flipping out about it. You can't stop people from doing things or trying shit like this. Like with the robots. Somebody out there is going to be like, I, I want a robot and I want it to have human emotions. Great. If it's created, then everybody else is going to want it. Not for the same purpose, yeah. but for, you know, either work wise, military wise, other shit, those fucking dogs from Boston dynamics that are kicking down doors and running upstairs and shit. Like <laughs> what? It's, it's an episode of, uh, of dark mirror. Dark I don't mirror. need shit like that. They my were life. like the exact dogs from dark mirror. Yeah. Black mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it Black Mirror or yeah. Dark Mirror? God, I always fuck it up. I always fuck that show up and it's my, it's my favorite. By the way, new episodes are coming out right around Christmas. Really? Yeah. But yeah. I, like, I, I don't need any of that stuff in my life, nor do I care to be around for it. Where Because something horrific is going to go down and, and that's, you know. Then you're up against that whole shit. Because, I mean, look, you look at what's going on right now at the border, right? They, they shut down the border for the, this is the first time in my life. 
I can remember they shut down the border. Mm-hmm. And we've been there a bunch of times um, separately. That, that Tijuana, San Diego border. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like a rite of passage when you move to LA or California or whatever is to go into Tijuana. Or when you're 18. Yeah, and it's pretty so easy. Yeah, that's right. Because it's yeah. 21 is the drinking age in California. It's almost like a rite of passage of like, oh, man, you can go across the border and shit gets wild and get yeah. fucked up and have a good time. Now, what, there's 14,000 migrants there from Central America. Just, I mean, just, did you see him try to scale the fucking walls and shit? Yeah. Like, that got out of control. Yeah. And, of course, all the, the, the news media was like, they're tear gassing children. No, Sorry. they're just tear gassing people because you can't have 14,000 people just jump, jump over, over into, into a your... fucking country to do what? Imagine if that happened in any other country. It, actually, it has in like France and Italy and shit. They do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Because you have to, you, you can't, you can't have all these fucking people here. That being said, let's say you didn't want your military there. Say you want to risk your, your, the cops' lives or military's lives or whatever. You have these fucking robots, these goddamn robot dogs. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go up against that? Yeah. I mean, you feel. I think as a human, when you're looking at something like this of like, all right, it's 14,000 of us and we got, you know, what, a thousand, maybe 2000 border patrol. Yeah. We you're can probably take them. thinking, yeah, yeah, we can take them. Well, at least a couple, well, what they think or what they do is like at least 200 of us can get through. Yeah. Um, which is what happened the last time they did the big caravan or whatever. Or so it's you like, can be detained on the U.S. side of things. Right. And then, you know. So now what's the deal? They're trying to uh, detain him in Mexico. Detain him in Mexico. The problem is, is like even Tijuana and Mexico has had it. They're like, "Mm." because they're not Mexicans. Right. They're people from Central America Mm -hmm. and they're like, yo, get the fuck out of our country. Yeah, We're not that bad. Yeah. We're cool. Even Mexico now is finally saying, hey man, get the fuck out of our country. Like we're (laughs) we're done with this stupid shit. Because Tijuana was just like, yo, we're not helping any of these fucking people. Um, we don't have the money for it. We don't have the taxes for it. And we're not going to go into debt trying to take care of you fucking assholes. Oh, we train in Tikathailam and the, the bullshit celebrities and all that other shit. Cool. Why don't you go? You can fly down. You can still get flights down to Tijuana if you want to go and help out the people, Alyssa Milano. Yep. Um, it's, an easy, it's an easy jaunt over there. You right. can't drive in. You can fly in there. You, you can, can go up and sponsor them yeah, if you want. You can fucking help all those people if you right. want. But if you're going to tell me that let's say these robot dogs were a viable option right now to line those fuckers up around the border. Cause that's probably be the, my guess is the ultimate um, is for military use and police use. Yeah. And, yeah. To not risk lives. Yeah. But like, and that's why they're building robots and all these dogs and AI and all this other shit. And I don't think you can stop it. There's going to be one government that does it probably China first, because let's face it, they're better than us. Far superior. Oh, true. And their workers are harder. True. They work harder. Um, they're probably going to do it and beat us to that technology before us. They'll probably have the first military that has it and cops and all of that other shit. And then, you know, we'll steal their research, obviously, mm-hmm. and then use it for our own country and then all that other shit. Um, but that that's all of this stuff that I'm describing from CRISPR babies to AI to all of it. I don't want any part of it. I'm good. Like at 80, if somebody said at 80, Hey, you're going to, you're going to check out now. Cool. Cause I mean, <laughs> fuck. if you would have told me this is a kid, yeah. just as a kid, yeah. like 15 years ago, would this be possible? No, I, I would have said absolutely not. I can't wait to like go off the grid. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that's going to become more and more popular. I do the too. The thing of like, yeah. hey, you know, I just saw one of our friends that we follow or whatever, like, be like, hey, I went out. I didn't take any pictures. I didn't take any video. Like a, a bigger, you know what I mean? Like sure. half a million followers. Sure. Didn't take any pictures. Just had fun. <laughs> and it was just like writing on their story, which I was like, yes. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Who did that? Nicole. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Actually. I went out. I didn't take any pictures. I didn't take any video. <laughs> and I had a good time. Because it's just like, yeah. why? Why do you have to be present at all of my shit that yeah. I do? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, look, my life is important and it deserves to be seen by the world. James, and everyone but. knows that. Um, <laughs> I just don't personally feel the same way. No, I, I, feel, I feel that you're right. And I, the other thing I, like, I, I'm seeing more and more is uh, like this hipster culture, right? Mm-hmm. The, the hipster culture, if you really, really look at it, these people are just kind of reverting back to like a generation from the seventies that yep. was, you know, didn't have phones, uh, had mustaches, yep. beards, yep. only wore flannels, jeans, uh, made beer out of a fucking bathtub with mm-hmm. craft beer and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Listens to vinyl. Takes a half an hour to make a cup of coffee. They're, they're also like over an open flame. Have you seen this resurgence of um, the cameras? I, I got you one um, that yeah. sits on your the desk. The Polaroid, yeah. I got, that was really hard to get a year ago. Now they're everywhere. I mm-hmm. saw them in the airport. Yeah. They were selling them at the airport. At our small ass airport in Wilmington, it's Polaroid cameras where you're just like, hey, if you want a picture, yeah. you were here, here's your picture and I'm giving mm-hmm. it to you. No phones, no yeah. everything. Yeah. I think you might, you're right. You might see more and more of like, I, I would say, you know, the generation of 30 plus reverting back to that where it's just like, fuck all this shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm already, I'm already doing it. I've been doing it for a long time. Like yeah. I can't fucking do this shit. The other thing that I look at is friends who are now buying land. Um, and not like extravagant, like not, not super rich. But they're buying land in places where it's just like, man, I own like 10 acres. Right. I own 12 acres. It's me. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And I just like the peace and quiet of it all. And I don't want to be caught up in the stupid shit of everything else. And like there was a time where I looked back at that and I was like, mostly living in L.A. And I was like, man, that's dumb. You know how long it would take to mow or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, like Mm -hmm. or or to care for or whatever. I'm starting to look at it more and more. We had Marcus Luttrell on Drinking Bros um, podcast the other day. And he was like, he owns like 70,000 acres. And he's like, man, it's great. You can just get lost out there with animals and and, and life and right. all that shit. And I was like, fuck, mm. more and more. And then my buddy Matt got fucking, right. know, he's got eight, 10 acres or whatever it is. And I was right. just like, man, just being out there, just seeing it peaceful. You're out in the middle of nowhere. It's fucking great where you're like, Ugh. Maybe that's the way later on. Mm-hmm. We're just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and check out of this. <laughs> yeah. Because we've always said second half in New York City, right? Right. Let's face it. New York City is also the hub of like technology where it's just, you'll see all this shit. And- I don't know if by the time we are ready for that, if New York is going to be the place that I want it to be. Or used to love. Used to love. Yeah. And I, I personally think... Um, that's part of the reason why Bourdain said goodbye. 
because of the rest of the shit? Just everything where like you can't go anywhere cool without there being fucking 50 tourists there. If there's something fucking cool, do you know what I mean? Yeah. White people will ruin it in fucking five <laughs> seconds where it's like, so I was watching his older show. It's called like No Reservations, whatever, but older, older show back in the day. He would like go to dive bars that were doing like arm wrestling competitions and it's just like a for real dive bar. People with no teeth and fucking yeah. their oxygen tanks, smoking, shit like that. And he was like happy, right? Sure. Because you can discover cool shit like that. Now, if you went into a dive bar like that, all the people with fucking teeth, no teeth would be gone, kicked out. Yeah. It'd all be hipsters, like, with mustache and whatever, or moms. Yeah. I'd, I'd be in there yeah. thinking it's cool. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, so this last season, it's like everywhere he went, he's just like, is this gentrification thing going to stop? are you, is this going to help anything? Like you're bringing this, he would get like up in people's faces kind of that would like be bringing hipster restaurants to these kind of more rural areas being like, is this, you want a bunch of fucking idiot white people with their cameras (laughs) in this cool ass fucking place. And everywhere he went, it was just like a sea of just lines and bullshit. Nothing can be fucking cool anymore. <laughs> or underground or like you can't discover anything, right? Try and go to try and go to New York and find the bar that we used to go to that was like underground, pool tables, smoke inside, like Yeah. And we just discovered it just walking by like Right. Try and find that without a bunch of fucking idiots in there. Just won't happen anymore and no. it's fucking sad. And then crisper babies are going to be everywhere. I think <laughs> I think fucking Bourdain was just like, see you later, dude. Like, I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere cool. And I'm circling back. So he's circling back and going to these other places that he loved. And they've just been fucking ruined in 10 years time. Yeah. And so he's just like, forget it, dude. There's nothing fucking cool anymore. I was talking to uh, one of my one of my my beef fries, uh, Bert Kuntz, uh, the other day, who owns Bison Union. And him and his wife, Candace, who I love more than life, um, they bounced and moved to fucking Wyoming together. Bought a cabin, and mm-hmm. that was it. Like uh, the two of them together, two of my favorite people on this planet. And I just said, "Hey, man, were both of you guys cool with this? Like the, this decision or whatever?" And he was just like, "Yes. Like we're we wanted to check out of the rest of this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Never been happier. Right. I, ta- I talked to him the other day. They've never been happier. And I was like, Candace is too. And he's just like." Both of us never, never been happier. There's one, you know, dive bar in town. It's called mm-hmm. like the mint julep or mint jewel or something. Uh, the mint bar. That's what it's called. Mint bar. Yeah. And uh, he goes, man, we go into town there. We get food. We get one bar to go to. And then we go back out to the woods and this cabin right. and all of the shit. And we know great. me well I'm enough. Like, man. You know me well enough to know that I'm still in the game a little bit. I'm not going to fucking check out yet. No, Do you know no, what no. I mean? I'm still in the game. I Not still, I still have some kind Absolutely. of hope that and, and I'll find something fucking rad that same. isn't overrun with bullshit. Same. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump to that conclusion immediately and say, hey. But maybe the second half, again, New York may not be. It'll just be a bunch of empty apartments owned by Asians. That's what it is now. And then, and it'll get even fucking worse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it's, it's sad, and it's. I think it's poignant that the, his last episode ever was. Lower East Side, where he's like from, where he's the whole thing, where it's just like the whole place is fucking 
you know, Jamba Juice, right? (laughs) And it's just like, and he just checked out. And it's, I think it's very telling and fitting that that was the last episode. And I'm not really talking about him. I'm more talking about just shit being, look at, look at anywhere that you you used to fucking love. Yes. And remember we were back in New York and we we went out for, for a night and I was like, man, the, the restaurant you wanted to go to was in my neck of the woods where I used to live for school. Yeah, where you like went to school and like dive and bars like, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, I was yeah. like, man, there's this dive bar I really love to take you. Do you remember how hard it was finding it? And I was like, man, I don't recognize any of this shit. Because mm-hmm. he's right. Like a lot yep. of it's Jamba Juice, a lot of it's things and Starbucks things. Starbucks and then the like super When I found it, I was bar. like, oh my God, it's mm-hmm. still here. It was. I couldn't believe it, but we were the only ones in there when we walked in and I was just like, shit. We were. And then like I bet on the weekends, it's all... It's all fucking hipster because it is a real dive bar, you know? Yeah, 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 it is. So that can get you down, right? Can you, if you're already at like depressive tendency, that kind of shit can get me down. If you like go back to a place that you like want to be, like if I go back to Ventura or something and it's just turned into like a complete fucking nightmare shit show, like I'll be fucking super sad. Yeah. You know, if there's condos all along that beach or something or like the place on the pier isn't there anymore or whatever. And it's all just like ridiculous. I'll be kind of pissed. That's what, I'll be that's super what happened to my city. That's yeah. what happened to Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, I grew up there most of my life, what, K through 12. I think it was like four, you know, four years old, pre-K through 12. Right. Um, graduated there. But like that city was... You know, b- back in the day, Buckhead was the jam, ton of bars, all that other shit. Ended up turning to spring break. They tore it down. Now there's Midtown. All this. I mean, the traffic is fucking awful. You can drive in the berm. Now in the mornings where you're like, oh, that feels super illegal that you can do that now. Yeah, fucking weird, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know any of that shit anymore. There's maybe a couple restaurants and bars left that I know from my area. And then the rest of it's all built up beyond like craziness fuck town usa where you're right. like shit um i miss it but but you know i miss my old city but it's gone now and i whenever i go back it's just kind of meh yeah and i'm like shit i remember this and this but it's totally different now yeah i, I don't because a lot of people ask they were like i don't understand why you don't come back to atlanta more because there's a lot of listeners from georgia and i was just like my home isn't really my home anymore where i where i grew up it's all you know different now it's all built up beyond yeah. belief and a lot of my friends moved out into the sticks to get away from shit like that but yeah. now it's just trailing them like they're you know they're coming right. after them and i like going back to ventura now because there is still like the hut and the hub and these like dive bars that i used to go to when i was like not even 21 yet once these start thing th- those things start to go i don't know how much i'll want to go back when all of the things that yeah. kind of are refreshing for me to to have still there when all those things are gone I'll just be like well what for what I mean I'll go to see my family but it won't be the same it's like one of the last places that's still kind of I think that's why I didn't have a problem with uh moving to Wilmington North Carolina um because it you know you grow up you get older and you, you decide to raise kids um, Atlanta, like you would ask me, Oh, Hey, any thoughts of Atlanta? And I was like, no, my home doesn't feel like my home anymore. Yeah. Whereas this, this does. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, 
I, I think there's always a break in life where you're like, all right, great. I wish my home was mine. Yours, yours still feels the same. It still feels the same. It Ventura is a lot does. different, but there are still like, again, the sewer. The sewer is still there, still rocking. Ventura Theater, <laughs> like yeah. old school Ventura Theater is still there. Like the beach is still pretty, you know, untouched as far as like condos going up all along the beach. Like it's still the same buildings. Um, in Ojai, you still cannot have any um, chain. So in the town of Ojai, they don't allow any chain restaurants, any like chain anything. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So the only thing is like a gas station. So like Chevron's in there, but everything else has to be like a local business or owned locally. So they're still kind of rocking that. I don't know how long it's going to last, but stuff like that's fucking cool, right? Yeah. Look, I, your town is one of those towns I enjoy going back to where it's just, it's great. I don't like you feel all right. This is, has a homey vibe to it and everything else. Atlanta's not at all. I mean, no. fuck. fuck. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, look, I guess everything changes. So we're just the assholes who are pointing it out. But once that once I get a robot dog, it's all going to change. my life. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not against things changing, right? I'm not either. It's just, um, well, I'm, I'm a pretty nostalgic person, but I still like don't really care that much if like things are changing, technology is kind of growing. That's fine. It's just don't kill me. Like don't, don't let the robot dogs turn on me. That's all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think you're going to have a choice, James. I'll be dead before that, don't you think? I don't know. I would have said yes. How do you would ask me? <laughs> I would have said yes had you asked me maybe like five years ago. Right. But now it's approaching. No, I think you're, we're, we're there now where it's like, all right. I think the robot, I think a robot dog will kill somebody in 10 years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. I, I give it 10 years before Who a robot dog. Who do I want it to be? It'd be great if someone. it was, uh, if they just went right up to It'd John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's <laughs> and just broke. Th- I mean, I'd be like, oh, first death. It'd be great if it was Caesar Million, the uh, the dog. And he's like trying to use all of his whispering tricks. How to change? How to to train your robot dog? Dog whisperer. And then you just because he's got his own network now coming out, which is fucking crazy. Um, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah, but they have their own network coming out they now. Deserve it. They deserve everything, yeah. everything in the world that happens. That sweet Joe should get everything in life. <laughs> and Chip should just be in my face all the time because they deserve it and they, they're great. They're America's couple, Javes. Oh, I love them and I have no problem being it's, on that bandwagon. No, I get it. I get it. Um, you This morning, though, gosh, you raged. You raged again on Meghan Markle when she popped up. Oh, that fucking bitch. Why, are the, why, are, why is the royal family still living, brothers living on the same property? Can you help me They all do. This? It's just tradition. The whole fucking thing of the royal family, family is all tradition. They have no power. They have no, sh- you know what I mean? There's no, it's not government, okay? It's all tradition. So, of course, they, they stay in the same, you know, in the castle. They stay on the property. The property's fucking huge. Her, their but apartment he's got like would three be fucking. Kids. So, do you know, do you understand how big this property is and the different apartments? There's different houses and apartments on this, on the That's still grounds. weird to me. 
It's still weird to me. Anyway, so this fucking bitch comes in. <laughs> now she wants to move an hour away from the castle. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Don't really love being, being all up in the fucking thing that you signed up for, you thirsty whore. <laughs> right? I'm, I side with Meghan Markle on this. I think you got to get out, get an hour away, you know, have the whole shit. Then why are you he... fucking marrying into... Uh... Well, because I, I, I think you marry into it and then you all divide at some point, right? Because isn't... No. Isn't the, no, the, the brother's becoming king, right? Yes. Once the dad dies? Yes. So I think they got Listen, to prep him the for dad that. still needs to become king. That's right. <laughs> they still, that bitch will not fucking die. That's right. He still needs to become king. Then how after old is she, him. How old is she now? God damn it. You're right. I always forget about her. Yeah. It always seems like a prop. I, she just Queen will Ma- not. Queen Mary. And they must be so or is it Elizabeth? They must Queen be. Queen Elizabeth? Elizabeth, yeah. <laughs> they must be so pissed. I know pissed. nothing about the royal family. Oh, you're such a Meghan Markle. <laughs> I know more I about. I know nothing about them. I know more about Meghan Markle than I do about the royal family. You fucking Once idiot. Lady Die passed, that was it for me. Sure, I, you I knew so much I pushed in all of my chips. That, yeah. I was a huge Lady Die fan. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought she was America's princess. <laughs> she was the people's princess the you're right people's princess you're right you After do that, know so I just much kind of just stopped you altogether. know so much about it now if if pippa had gotten in i would have followed a little more closely i think but um she didn't so, so. yeah she's bucking tradition yep gone she's getting in there getting pregnant yeah and then thinking that she can make all the rules and she because is. she got fucking pregnant before she that she was look yeah before that she was going along with it smiling going to all the things her and kate were getting along soon as she fucking got pregnant she's like all right here we go we're moving to a house an hour a fucking way unheard of for the royal family to be that separated but sure i fucking run the show now yeah and i hate her i mean that's uh that's what's going down I hate these her. days. I hate her so much. That's me what's and going Kate, down these days. me and Kate over. are just looking at her like, "You fucking bitch." First <laughs> of all, she's divorced. The queen already fucking hates that. <laughs> Second, she's old. Yeah. Um, old. This is uh, this is what uh, needs to to happen. I think Meghan Markle is making her mark on uh, the God, old How old is family. William gonna be before he's fucking king? My God. Yeah, who knows? It it might be. It has it. It has to be a quick thing. It'll be like boom, boom. Probably. He dies. Da da da. Yeah. Probably. They just live forever because they just sit around. They just play and glad hand and fucking shoot. A lot of how's your father? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, uh, there was a story we talked about maybe a couple months back. I want to give an update on it because something wild just happened in it. Remember, I, t- I-, I raged on the fact that Hollywood was making this uh, Fox News movie. Yeah. And I-, I was just like, come on, man. Are we really there at this point for, mm-hmm. you know, it's the Me Too Fox movie, Fox News movie against uh-huh. Roger Ailes. Right. Dude, one of our best friends just got cast in the movie. In that movie? Yes. So Alana is going to play uh, Janine Pyro, which is, that's a big deal. And uh, she's, she's going to be in the movie. So what I'm saying is this. Since we've talked about this and raged on it for a couple episodes, 
We'll get Alana on the show and have mm-hmm. her talk about the movie and the experience and all this other shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm now I'm super curious about it. Like, and look, Alana is so fucking good. I mean, she is perfect besides the age gap, and I guess they'll age her for this because I, I think Janine Pyro is like, depending upon what year this starts. Janine Pyro, I think, is like twenty years older than Alana, but um, I think they're gonna go through the timeline, and you know. It was kind of the first Me Too things where all these ladies banded together and got this against this guy at a time when it wasn't fucking cool. So uh, we will say that it was the first like this didn't happen during the, the Me Too. This happened way before when this kind of shit was like not cool. One of them. But we'll see. This is before see. Weinstein. Yeah, this it, is uh, no, before it, it, everything. Says, it says in the article here that, that she knew him for three decades. So. I, uh, yeah, Alana's probably right in that wheelhouse of 20 to 40, and then they'll probably age her when they get older. But mm-hmm. uh, she's in it. So we'll get I her. Love we'll that. Get, yeah. It's a, it's a big, I mean, it's, you know, again, like we said before, it's it's Nicole Kidman and uh, Charlize. Charlize and her. And I mean, it, that's a fucking powerhouse uh, yeah. cast. I, you know, me personally, I've, I've, well, the only desire now, I'm, I'm going to see it because obviously she's one of our best so friends. But, in it, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure she'll fucking destroy it. But, of course. Um, uh, still no interest in seeing this. And the other one, too, is that, you know, there's been a lot of Oscar buzz for that Dick Cheney movie. I, I still think no one goes and sees that. I want to see it. I, I don't think you. I think we will get <laughs> You a, don't think I do? Okay. Uh, I don't think you would go and see that in a movie theater. If somebody said, hey, we, you've got a babysitter for the night, would you go see that movie? No, I'd go fucking rage, do some lines, smoke some cigs, mom's not out. You would never (laughs) take the night off and say, hey, I'm going to go see this fucking movie. I don't think, and I don't think anybody else is either. And I think this will set the precedent for this going on later on down the road. And look, as much as I love Alana, with this movie, I think it's going to be the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what your target demo is for that. So we'll find out. But that Cheney movie. Uh, they're saying all the articles are coming out because the reviews start to come out for these Oscar movies now. And they're saying that, you know, this will win or be nominated for a bunch of Oscars and all that stuff. It has to do well. The shit has to do well in order for that to happen. And I don't know that it will. Uh, same with his green book. Oh my God. Yeah. The ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and all that other shit for this Green Book, we made fun of it a couple weeks ago, where it's just like every Thanksgiving there seems to be some racial movie where, you know, a white guy and a black guy come together during the 60s and, and help each other out. And you're just like, fucking A, I'm, I'm done with these movies. Apparently America is too. It opened up to $8 million total for all of Thanksgiving weekend, which is horrendous. Yeah. Um, but everybody was saying that Vigo... They were like, dude, Vigo should be nominated for this. He should get the Oscar and this, this possibly this movie should. Nobody saw it. I know. So I think the same thing is going to happen with the Cheney movie. Mm. And that's what I'm sticking by of like, hey, nobody like saw this fucking movie. he'll get nominated, but. There's this Christian Bale movie that came out last Christmas. That was the same thing. Again, it was Christian Bale, um, who I love. He's one of the greatest we have. One of the greatest actors we have. He had this movie called like Frontier or something about Hostels. That's it. Hostels. I don't even know the fucking name. And I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. I watched it on a plane right. on the way back. And I was enthralled into this it goddamn was amazing. thing. It was, it was amazing. He was amazing. <laughs> Should have got a fucking Oscar for that. Right. Uh, came out. Same thing. Came out over Christmas last year. Made about $2. Yep. 
And then boom, you get no Oscars. You get no nothing from that. We get these screeners every year. I guarantee, because, um, you know, obviously with my brilliance and Screen Actors Guild and all that shit. Uh-huh. I guarantee you this will be a screener of this fucking Cheney movie. So you'll get to see it. And you'll get to see it at the, over the holidays. Because we always get them, what, a week before Christmas? Yeah. The screeners? Yeah, they kind of trickle in. Guarantee fucking to you. Because they're going to need every single last push they can get for this movie. That will be one of them. And then you'll get to see it then and be like, We'll break right, cool. out the DVD player. Every year we have to pull it out from under the, the thing <laughs> just for the screeners. Like yeah. I wonder, I wonder when it's just, they're not going to send them anymore. Oh, we still have to save that fucking DVD have player. To. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, the, the screen actors guild, well, all of these you have to movie hit all studios the, yeah. send you DVDs still where you're just like, man, nobody's watching this shit. So we keep one DVD player. <laughs> We watch it in, hidden under the thing, yeah. or, or a Blu-ray player, yeah, and we mm. we watch it in in uh, you know standard def or whatever oh, with these fucking Lord. movies, or trying to beam your your Apple, yeah, up to your TV, which always like breaks down because so many people free, are yeah, fucking using it. Very Phil Mickelson freezes, or the, the the sink is always off on their mouth, and you're just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, can you just put these things on like one? Just I, I just start an app for it and just say, hey, these are the Oscar screeners, and yep. let's be done with it. Give you a fucking yeah, a chooch. Just give a me a fucking chooch, chooch, a barcode. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a barcode. That'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day, Jabes. Yeah. The revolutionary figure of the day is revolutionary figure of the day. We gotta we gotta give it out to he. He who? Great question, Jabes. He <laughs> Jiangku of Shenzhen. Man, I'm really great at Chinese pronunciations. What are you fucking talking about, dude? He's the he's the guy. This is the Chinese researcher. This is the guy who uh, who claims that he did the first gene edited babies. That that was his name. He did it. And um, if this goes down and this is all this, you know, all this shit ends up happening, it's because of, of this guy. Um, no. And now he's saying, by the way, in this other article, because now we've been doing it here for a bunch of articles have popped up. Um, he said he's altered embryos for seven couples during fertility treatments uh, with one pregnancy resulting thus far this year. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, look, it, it will be the with the ability. He's the first one to resist possible, you know, future infection of HIV, AIDS, and like some other diseases. Nobody's done that. I mean, you're, you're editing genes at this point. So this is the guy. He uh, he wanted to do it. Um, there's no confirmation yet, by the way, or an independent confirmation of this yet. So we'll see. And it hasn't been published in any journal for any doctor around the world or anybody. So I will wait, but I would at this point find it hard to believe. I mean, they know the the baby, the names of the fucking kids for Christ's sake. So, but that's the dude. Did he change the world? We will see. Did he change it for the better? I don't know. But if it does make really good looking people everywhere, at least the next generations will be able to enjoy all that, you know? Imagine if you went to a bar, Jabes, and you yes. never had to take home an ugly girl in your life. Me? Anyone. Amazing, right? Amazing. So, hey, who knows? Maybe he's doing God's work after all. Right. Who knows? Who knows, Jabes? But he is the one who did it. 
Okay. God, I could go all night with that. Just the fact that his name is he. Great. <laughs> it's really, really great. I'd like to name you something like that, you know? She. Who's that? She. She. Who? Your wife? Yeah. She's my wife. She. <laughs> she's, she's my, my wife. wife. Uh, You're welcome. I'm going to make you end that show on a, on a bad Borat quote. Nope. Yep. Sorry. Won't do it. That's Jesse Wiseman, everybody. The Jables, the, the Borat in, in impersonator. I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. My wife. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.